You're listening to the BFF, Black, Fabulous, and 40 podcast, the show that brings you real talk from women who have figured out they are too grown not to speak their truth. With your host, Crystal and Kaisha. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the BFF podcast. We are so excited to have another show brought to you by RMK Productions. I am your co-host, Crystal. I'm Kaisha. And today, BFF, what are we going to be talking about this week? Girl, you know, we had to do part two with Xavier. Because last week, you know, we got all soft and mushy. This week... We did. We were talking about lettuce and tuna. Oh, I have any tuna this week. (laughs) No tuna for me. Um, But we are still continuing our topic of why is it so difficult to date after 40? Um, So welcome back, Xavier. Mr. X. Thank you for having me back. Part two. Mm -hmm. All right. So. What's on your mind, Xavier? Um, I think we need to talk about how men and women interpret love differently. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. You mean like love language wise or just like? Just in general. Just in okay. general. I think that's, I think that's a, a complicated issue. Okay. Let's talk about it. I'm so in- interested in hearing this from a man's perspective. Can I first say... Uh-oh. <laughs> Not like we can tell you no. <laughs> no, it's my show. So <laughs> listen, she knows she knows there's about to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So I used to back in the day say to people, my mama told me not to use four-letter words, and love is a four-letter word. So I had to grow out of that and a lot of so I would not say I love you to a lot of people and would not use that word loosely so when we're talking about love languages are we talking about stuff like that like saying I love you it's all inclusive all inclusive okay it's all inclusive like today's bathrooms in the mall okay Well, can I just say something real quick before before, uh, Mr. X uh, has the floor, but your mom telling you that um, or your grandmother or whoever, that was their stuff. No, I don't mean it like that. You know how we're told not to cuss. No, I know. You can't cuss. But listen, the things that we were told in childhood, even though our parents probably were telling us to try to protect us from certain things that they had experienced. Like I have learned that my mother telling me, oh, you have to marry a man who loves you more than you love him. That has jacked me up. (laughs) That's false. That's completely false. That has jacked me up. So... Mr. X, the floor is yours. Let's talk about love and what it means. I think we determine, I think we look at love differently. If you come home every day to a home cooked meal, in a man's mind, he's showing you he loves you. Wait, he could oh, wait. I was just about to say, wait a minute. Yeah. 
Did the man cook the meal? Yeah. Oh. oh, I thought you were saying if the man comes home to a no, home cooked meal. I'm talking about a, the way we show love, the way we oh. tell you we love you. It's not okay. always words. Like, we don't have the greatest time expressing it and saying, oh, I love you. But we take, we do certain actions to show you we love you. And y'all, I think sometimes you all misconstrue that. And okay, cooking, cooking would be one of them. Cooking, you know. If I take your gas, if I take your car Sunday and gas it up for the week for you, that's just little stuff like that. That's Listen, I, I'm, I, I'm making a list. Keep, I, I am too. I got my pen. I got my pen. Talking. I got so my got pen. Food. I'm taking notes. Food and we got gas in the car. Full tank or just gas in general? Full tank. Full tank. That's what I'm saying. You know how expensive gas is. I was gonna I say because at 309 a tank, ever, honey. Mm. Listen, 309 so a gallon. A, that's couple a, of, a couple of weeks ago, I'm at the gas station. And I think I was in Phoenix. Just pulled into Phoenix with my brother. And I saw a young lady get out the car, put her card in the tank, and pump the gas. And he was sitting in the passenger seat. Correct. Mm. So I walked up to her and I said, you know you need a new man, right? Why is that? I said, because... <laughs> I'm standing here talking to you and your man's not paying attention. She didn't even know. Right. But she didn't get it because she's used to pumping her gas while her man's in the car. Hmm. If that was my daughter, I'd have pulled him out of the car and told her to go on her way while me and him had a talk. See, so but I you bring up an interesting point, though. That's an interesting key thing that you just said there. How does a female know for a man to even do that kind of stuff she should have had her dad um telling her these things or her older brother more than likely is right. what i would be my answer well then my dad wasn't shit because he didn't he <laughs> I, he wasn't shit because <laughs> let me tell you okay and i didn't have i have an older brother but i didn't wasn't raised with him and when a man actually came into my life to do those things, I was looking at him sideways. I was like, what? Like, what? Is, I've never Same. had that. And I was not shown that as a child being raised even with my grandparents. Now, don't get me wrong. I can remember my grandfather would take the car and um, go gas it up and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, when I look back, I don't even equate that as to my grandfather actually doing that as his role as a man and a husband only because my grandmother was spoiled even as a child she was the baby and so everything was done for her so i didn't even take that as a gesture of him being a good husband. It was just my grandmother is just being taken care of. She is she is just a well kept woman, always has been. And my dad didn't do it. I mean, yes, he washed and gassed his car, his car, because that was like a status symbol of himself, a reflection of who he was as a man. And but he didn't do those type of things. So I was not used to that when someone actually came into my life and said, this is what I'm going to do 
step the fuck back. And I was like, whoa. So I had to, as a woman, almost humble myself and bring myself back and be and let him do those things and be like, okay, like this is how this is supposed to work. But I never saw that language. I didn't know anything about that. In this day and age, at this age, that is not uncommon for a woman to say. And that's crazy. Because I've had dealings that, okay, so I'll give you a for instance. If I say to Crystal, hey, I know you got a long week this week. Give me the car keys. Let me go put the gas in the car. So you don't have to worry about that this week. When you get down to a quarter tank, let me know. I'll go take care of it again. Nine out of ten women are going to look at you like, what are you talking listen, about? Listen, baby, bring back some lettuce <laughs> when you come home, okay? <laughs> no tuna. No, no tuna. No but you, tuna. You, you stop at food line on your way back and you'll make it happen. But the point is, is that <laughs> men have different ways that they express that they love you. And there's such a disconnect between men and women that we don't, we don't look at that. We don't look at that in, in totality. We don't look at the whole picture. We, we are so concerned with what we think love is, we don't see all the other stuff. Well, but what about coming home every day? Because I've heard this from a man. How could you confuse me not loving you when I come home to you every day? That's a boy statement. That's not a man's statement. Thank you. I apologize. That's, that's little bullshit. That shouldn't <laughs> be a conversation. If there's a point that I'm not going to come home to, then I should be packing my shit and leaving. Like, that's how I'm not coming home. That's how you're going to know I'm not there no more. I'm going to go come get my stuff. Yeah. That. Anyway, what I'm saying is this, right? My grandparents, before my grandfather died, I think they were married 70 years. 60, 70 years. And I knew my grandfather loved my grandmother by his actions because he wasn't able to verbalize it. But his actions was his talk. That's what I'm telling you about the gas in the car. I never seen my grandmother take her car for an oil change. I never seen my grandmother take the trash out. I never seen my grandmother deal with anything concerning the household. So when I hear women say I'm independent, you're independent to a fault at some points. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Kaisha, it's hard to accept certain things because in your mind, I don't know, to me, some women's mind, that makes them weak, but that's not what it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Right? You yep. have to realize you, a man can only do what you allow him to do. You have to be willing to accept that. And I'm not saying every man is like that because that's not the case. But when you do get that man, you you accept that and you can you can see where that goes. Not that every man is like that, but that's how a man should be. That's how you'll know a man loves you. He's, so, he, he shouldn't have to he shouldn't have to tell you every day, he should show you every day. So can I just comment on that independent woman statement? Because I feel like in this present day, especially a lot of women, just like Okay, we talked about men pushing down their emotions and things like that because of how they are raised and how society labels them. 
I'm speaking for Black women when I say that a lot of Black women have been raised to be independent, um, don't rely on no man, don't, you know, make sure you have your own. And, and a lot of this was coming from places of heart, hurt from our parents and, you know, grandparents and things like that. So they put it on us. So when I say, well, I take out my own trash and I gas up my own car and I do my own oil changes because I have to, because nobody is doing it for me when I do you get a man you're conditioned to well I'm single so if I don't take the trash out it's it's gonna pile up you know what I'm saying but if I, I get that part crystal but, I, I but when I but when I'm I was saying, married so when I was married and I would make these comments to my you know husband at the time about well you know take the trash out or, you know, can you, can you clean my car off? It, we just had a snowstorm. Uh, can you clean the cars off? Because that's what my dad would, would have gone and done. Um, and, you know, he's like, he's still in the bed. So now I'm taking the dogs out for the walk and I'm cleaning off both of our cars because we both have to go to work and he's still in the bed. So divorce from him, right? I, I just told you I'm single. <laughs> yes. Yes. We are, we are. That would divorced. be why we are divorced. One of the I mean, reasons. that's that's not solely, but yeah, you no, know, so okay. so stuff like that. So, um, at that at that point, yeah, it's like, well, I can be bad, but I can do bad by myself. I don't, I don't, I don't need this and the bills on top of everything. So, I, how, when I ask you when I when I ask you were you conditioned to it? The reason I'm asking you that is because men are conditioned to that. What do you mean? Men are conditioned to what? When I say men are conditioned to you being independent, we've heard that since our mothers. So after our grandmother's generation became the independent woman generation, right? Our mothers, our aunts, don't depend on no man. Mm-hmm. True. Well, who are you going to depend on? As a woman, who are you going to depend on? Because we want to feel wanted and needed just like you do. Mm-hmm. Right. When you say when you say, Crystal, I'm an independent woman, you know what I hear? You don't need a man. Mm-hmm. That's what but that's not what say. you're meaning, though. Right, Crystal? But that's what I hear. No, that, I mean, because that's I, not. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's because that that's what the condition has been. Mm-hmm. If she's independent, she doesn't need a man because she could pay her own bills. She could t- do her own oil changes clean her own car off. You don't need a man. I don't want you those things. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you what the condition is. No, I know. Independence to a man means you don't need them. So what should the independent ladies in in the style in place say when they know that they do want a relationship, they do want a man, they are in a healthy headspace, but for so long, they've had to do these things. What do, what do we say? What do we say to these men so that they hear, I need you. I want you. I need you. I want you. <laughs> I can't put that on my dating profile. <laughs> what about if we use self-sufficient? What does that is, translate this whole, as? This is the whole thing. I, I like that better. Here's the whole thing, right? Um, most people don't talk about the rules of the relationship most people don't 
put the groundwork down. That's true. A lot of things in That's relationships true. are assumed. They're just assumed. So if you don't set it from the beginning and say, you know what, Xavier, from, from this time that we're together, I'd like to handle A, B, C, and D. If you could handle the rest, that works for me. And then I could come back and say, Kaisha, I don't want to handle B. Let me handle that. And you handle, like, there's never a, there's never a discussion about that. Right? And most and I, men. That's correct. Is that right? We don't have discussions about that. And most men, honestly, don't know. Yeah. If you were raised by your grandmother, she did everything to compensate for your mother not being there. She did everything mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. But she didn't raise you to be somebody's husband, right? She was too right. busy making up for what your mom didn't do. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. It, it, it's all the way around the board. So at this age, we have to do better at laying out the groundwork. This is what it is. And this is what I need it to be. Well, and like you said last episode, everything has to be within reason. Okay. I'll give you for instance. I've gone many years laying out the groundwork. And some people didn't believe it. Some people did. But the thing that I realized after a while is one, I was lying to myself of what my, some of my rules actually were. And that was having to do with what I was protecting within myself and what I was trying to prevent from happening. So one, people have to understand sometimes the rules change, but there should be some sort of communication. But even at this age, I'll be honest with you, I have no problem laying out the ground rules. I'm not really into small talk. I tell everybody that. That's why I have a hard time dating on the apps and stuff like that. And over appetizers, and you want to go get a drink and you want to have all this chit chat. How's the weather? How's the how's your day? How's your week? I don't care. I honestly just want to fuck. That's all I want to do. So <clears throat> I can make that decision through a conversation. Normally, nine times out of 10, I can make that, that that decision. The reason I'm not really looking for a relationship is because I'm not there. I don't want to I don't want to really be involved in someone else's day or life and hardships and stuff like that. So I have a very hard time after two divorces getting into a long-term relationship, if someone wants to propose, it may end up in marriage. I'm going to tell you up front, I'm not trying to go there. Not trying to do it. Don't try to change my mind. Just like I'm not a pet person. Crystal knows this. I love her pups. And Xavier, you have a dog too. I know everybody's got dogs. But those are my ground rules. And if you aren't on board with them if we were getting into a relationship because those are only for people I'm trying to get into a relationship with but if I'm not trying to get into a relationship with you I just need you to be semi-intelligent good looking and not have a horse dick that's not it semi-intelligent <laughs> <laughs> two out of three <laughs> 
gracious. <laughs> well, I say semi-intelligent girlfriend because you know that sometimes they can't carry on a conversation. But you just said you don't want to have a conversation with them. You just want the. That's true. I, I That's why I said semi-intelligent. Okay. I go, go on one thing. Yes. Just one thing before you go, Crystal. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. So the rules, right? Mm-hmm. My problem with the rules is when you was dating Tyrone, who had to ride a bike to your house, you didn't have no rules. <laughs> then you get with a guy like me who got half a brain, and now you got these rules. <laughs> like, why Tyrone didn't get the rules? Because he was on a bike? No. I, so can I answer that? With that? Go ahead, answer that one. The one. Okay. Okay. Because so I. So for many, 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 many years, I was the opposite. I didn't have rules. I didn't have boundaries. I was sort of like, if you love me, I love you too. Like, <laughs> just, <laughs> right. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, so I didn't have boundaries. So Tyrone riding his bike over to my house and then asking for the keys to my BMW, I'm like, sure, honey. And then bring it back on an empty tank was like, okay, well, <laughs> he's coming home. Until I ha- until I reach, so I didn't love myself, and I, and I'm I am very aware that I didn't. I am okay with saying that I didn't because I realized that the biggest lie I ever told somebody else was I loved them because I couldn't have loved them because I didn't love myself. So I literally was just taking whatever was was given to me, and usually it was some shit. I mean, roaches, rats, whatever, because it was shit. So until I started working on myself and figuring out that the common denominator was me, but it was the trauma that had been put inside of me from early on. That's when I was like, well, part, a lot of the reason was because you didn't have no damn boundaries. You didn't have any rules. So now, yeah, there's going to be some rules uh, at 41 fucking years old, you know? Uh, why are you riding a bike? Are you doing it because you're conscious of it? No, like, seriously, like, I live in a, in a state where biking is, is a big thing. Lots of people have bikes. I have a bike. It sits out <laughs> in my patio beautifully. But a lot of people ride bikes here. There's bike lanes and everything. But is that your soul? Um, form of communication because I can't get on the back and we're not taking my car everywhere. So, so now I have questions leading up so that's, to. So that's where the that's where the rules come in. Well, well, yeah, yeah. But see, this this is the this is the disconnect for me. Okay. Right? Yes. Rules should be situational, if that makes sense. Okay. I'm not going to have the same rules for Crystal that I have for Kaisha or the same rules for Kaisha that I have for Crystal because you're two different people. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Now, if Kaisha got a bank robbing conviction, I'm probably not going to leave my wallet out around her because <laughs> she likes to steal. So I got different rules for her. <laughs> you, you feel me? Like, you we we have to adjust our rules to the situation. Everybody can't have the same set of rules. That's where oh, people I, get I, things I, messed up. Now, I, are we talking I, rules or standards? Is there a difference? Yes, rules should should reflect your standards. Okay, all right, just checking. But I'm finding out that women have 
unrealistic rules, expectations, and standards. So, yeah, can you I mean, give us some examples? What's unrealistic? A, a woman. Uh, so, if a woman says to, uh, if a woman says, you know, um, I'm looking for seventy thirty, the man to do seventy, and I should do thirty. That's what I want in my relationship. You're more dependent at that point. I should yeah. be able to claim you on taxes at that point. And it happens in reverse. Um, for when, when a woman doesn't have standards, it can happen in reverse. But this is a whole nother episode. Then we run into the question of why couldn't you hold him down when he was having a hard time? He was going to come back up. So I was going to say that. But I was going to say something like yeah. that. Because there's never, I hate when people say it's always should be 50-50. No, I don't believe that. There's going to be times it's going to be 70-30 her, 70-30 him. Like there, it, you're going to, or it might be 60-40. You know, I'm bad with math, so I can't throw too many numbers out there. But <laughs> it's never going to be equal, whether... It's because of a situation of the whole relationship or it's the situation of the individual person at the moment. If you, if one person loses their job, then, you know, there's more weight put on the other person. And this is where I also say, listen, if you lost your job, I can still stay with you. But can you please cook a meal so I don't have to come home and cook, too? Or can you keep yes. the house clean? See? That's yes. where I'm yeah. like, there should be, there's got to be balance. There's got to be a balance of understanding. It's where we mess up is when one person loses the job. And I'm not going to say the male loses the job. It could be the female. It doesn't matter. But the person that's staying at home all day, sleeps all day, doesn't cook, doesn't clean. And you're left with this other person going to work, cleaning, cooking, running errands, doing everything. There's a total shift. Relationship over. Relationship over. That is. Relationship's over. And I can do that by myself. I think people, and then when you bring up, this just isn't working, they want to look at you like, why not? Like, what's the point? Or you're going to kick me while I'm down, really? Exactly. And and, and that's where I'm like, yeah, we're done. We're done. Here's the thing. So I had a friend. Well, he's still my friend. His wife is a lawyer. She makes a very good salary. And I said to him, at this point in her career, you should you should stay home with the kids. The amount of money that you all spend in childcare is his salary. Is your salary? Yeah, makes stay sense. Stay home, take care of home. Let her do her. I would never do that. I was so going to say, I bet player. you he couldn't do it. You, you're not a team player. Yeah. So he got he got left. The guy she got now is a team player. He's a hell of a team player. And they're doing amazing. Me? Listen. Cook, shopping, dry cleaning, the whole nine. Because it shouldn't matter who's up. Because it should be we're up. Exactly. And that's Same where way, you if, said something. If we're, if, if we're down, be a team. we're down. Yep. Right. You gotta be team. But y'all yep. keep shopping at the y'all keep shopping at the at the low budget barrel thinking y'all gonna turn them into a prince. And I don't I don't know. Don't say y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. Gotta be a team player. Gotta be a team player. I agree with that. But the, the flip side to that is this. So because I know you all, I made a statement to you guys a couple of weeks ago. I said, in my opinion, for a man to approach either one of you, he would have to have his shit together. And that was a compliment because you both are smart and beautiful, extremely, extremely intelligent. And it can be intimidating to a man. Seriously. Because a fool's going to look at you like a meal ticket and a man's going to know he got to have his shit together. So it's a catch-22. you gotta find you got to find somebody that's willing to, to let you be you. And that's hard for a man. Like, and not be intimidated. And I not be intimidated. That's right. the huge issue that I know we run into, we have run into, is that men, I've been told straight to my face, you're intimidating. And I, ain't no way. So, but that's his stuff. That has... That's his insecurity. And I agree. I agree. But I've heard that so many times over the years that and asking the follow-up questions that I'll admit I've had to learn how to soften myself a little bit um, to not come off that way because I can put that can also push good men away it really can and so and i say soften not i'm not dumbing myself down i'm not changing myself i'm really i've had to learn how to um soften that exterior shell for myself because let's be honest even though i say my dad was a piece of shit but I was raised by my father and my grandparents and my father was my role model, so to speak of relationships, which was a bad example because he had multiple wives and girlfriends and stuff like that. And that's why I probably have the outlook of sex that I do in relationships, but. And he was military. And he was military. So, you know, I even bought him a mug for his birthday one day that said, thanks, dad, for raising me like a boy. You know, like <laughs> because <laughs> I have like that, that like man mentality sometimes. And I've been told you got to soften that up. Like you got to soften that up. And so it's worked out when I have. You know, because I know that that's my own shit and that's my own stuff. And I know where that comes from. So it's not like I was doing it to change myself, but I also had to realize what my stuff was projecting to other people. And I didn't and I didn't want that. Let me just add this real quick about you that I've noticed because I've seen you in relationships with men and with women. You are very different with a man who is alpha than you are when you're with a woman. That's true. Yeah. You're a very different individual. I remember seeing you with a man and being like, who the fuck is that? (laughs) Like your whole demeanor, everything. I was like, who is that? (laughs) (laughs) 
would you do with my friend? <laughs> so let me ask you a question. So with that being said, I think the common mistake is most men want to lead, right? Most men want to be in charge. They want to be alpha. They want to be that guy, right? But do women ever look at how they're leading themselves, meaning the man? Because if a man can't properly lead himself, he can't mm-hmm. properly lead you. Yeah. We're going to pause there. We're going to pause <laughs> because we are out of time for this week. Uh, but we're going to pick up next week with that same question. And because I know Crystal has a comeback for that. So thank you for joining us on this week's episode of BFF uh rmk productions and i am your co-host kaisha and i'm crystal and we will see you next week thank you for joining us this week on bff black fabulous and 40 with your host crystal and kaisha this episode is a division of rmk productions and the 10 united podcast network if you would like to subscribe to the channel you can find us at rmkproduction.net There, you can subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. Tell a friend to join our friend circle and get to know more about us on Instagram at TheCrystalGrant and I am Kai Claiborne.